doing, baby?
check, check. Rick. Rick. Check, check, check. Woo! Check, 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 check. Come on. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, calm down, Chuck. Calm down, Chuck. Calm down, Chuck. How's everybody doing this morning? Hey, guys, we're, we're, we're kind of we're changing things up a little bit. We're going to have some fun today. If you weren't here on Friday night, it got thick in here. And I think it got thick in here because we decided we weren't going to come in for a concert and have people sing to us on a stage. We had people wrapped all around this place worshiping with us. It doesn't change who we're worshiping. Okay, so if you're used to standing there watching people sing to you, realize this, they're not singing to you. All right? So our job is to worship. Our job is to, to find a spot. Worship him. Worship the king this morning. And it's going to be different. It's going to be different. And that's okay. You know, you want something You want something special to happen, do something different in your life. Don't keep doing the same thing and expecting something different, right? So come on, we're going to worship a king this morning. Come on, we're going we're to surrender to him. Let him have your way. Let's let him have his way this morning in everything you do. Let him touch you this morning. Come on. Come on, let's worship together as a family. Let's do this.
Hey, stay right there one second. We're going to go back into that beautiful, but here's the thing. We don't need anything else. <laughs> he just wants to hear he's beautiful. He just wants to hear you tell him that. I know this is weird for some of you if you've never worshipped like this before. It's the first time we've done it, other than Friday night. But the whole purpose of this is for you to cry out to him. The whole purpose is for you to focus on him and nothing else. So I want to go right back in there with Cassandra just singing that. And let's just sing, you are beautiful. You are beautiful. You are beautiful. Come on, let's take us right there. Come on.
great that we were made to worship him. We were made to love him. And most of all, he made us to reflect him, to be him, to walk like him, to love others the way he loves us. So we can come into a situation like this and just love on him and, and worship him. But then he also calls us to go even deeper. And that's to leave here and go out and love other people. We can sit in this all day, but we're called to go love other people. sitting in your presence and we love your little whispers in our ear father we thank you for that we thank you lord that we get to do this that we can come in corporately and worship you together father we just ask you to continue to move in us through us us, Father, in a mighty way. Come on, open those doors that only you can open right now, Father. Come on, holy. Give us opportunities to minister and love on people and show them who you really are. So, Father, we love you and we thank you for this. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your love. And Father, we surrender it all to you. We ask you to have your way in this place. Continue to move in this house. Continue to touch each and every person. Come on, saturate the hearts in this place right now. Father, we just love you. And we lift you up this morning. We lift you up. We give you all the praise, all the honor, all the glory, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Come on, we all said amen and amen. Look. Come on. If, if he's ministering to you right now, stay where you're at. If anybody else, feel free. We're going get, to get things moving in about 10 minutes. Take some time. Use the restroom. Get something to drink. But if he's ministering to you, sit right there. There's no rush. We'll be right back.
Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Come on in, have a seat. Find a seat. I promise you I'm going to try to speak from the front of the room. <laughs> Come on. Man, it got quiet real quick. Everybody's getting serious this morning. So good. You guys having a good time so far? Hey. What I love about this is you never know what you're going to get when you come in here. So you just never know. Uh, we had such a good night uh, Friday night with our night of worship that we just said, leave this thing alone. Like, let's just leave it alone and see what happens. And it's just a little different. But hopefully it's kind of like what it feels like in your house. I don't know about you guys, but I go to my back room and I just turn on the music real loud and I worship. So that should have probably been, I don't have a band. I wish I could, you know, hire a band, I guess, bring them in to the house. Um, Chuck said he'll come over, but, but that, that should be kind of how it feels. Like you just, there's music playing. You just worship the king, man. It's so good. So hopefully it felt a little bit different for you this morning. That, that was the intention. It wasn't supposed to be the same old, same old, same old. It was supposed to make you think about, man, this can be different and it can be powerful either way, either way. So thank you, Lord, for that. So if you are, well, one, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the gathering place. Uh, <laughs> it's good to see everybody. Uh, if you're new here, um, my name's DJ. Yep, I'm, I'm the pastor. That's my wife, Jules. We, we get the honor to do this and pastor this family. We, we absolutely love you guys and we love what God's doing in this house. Um, and it's so good to see everybody. So uh, if you are new here, uh, do me a favor, fill out a Connect card. You can do that online. Uh, you can scan this little code that'll be up on the screen. Or you can, uh, if you want to just, if you're a handwriting kind of person, we've got cards out on connection point, big wooden desk out in the foyer. Let us know you were here. Fill that out. That's just so we can reach out to you, talk to you, uh, pray for you, answer it. All about. So uh, take time to fill that out if you, if you can and if you want to. Uh, if you want more information about who we are and what we do, you can download our app or go to our website. Everything's out there. So you can scan that little thingy right there and that'll do it all too. And uh, if not, go out and you can find us. There's stuff all over this place with all our information. So, or go to our website and then we'd love to, to have you get a little more information about us. Now, we do have some things I want to talk about real quick. We've got a, uh, a few things that, that I just want to get out there so everybody understands what's going on uh, in the upcoming week. This is kind of important stuff. So next week, our kingdom classes, that's a nine o'clock class. So every Sunday we do kingdom classes. They're nine o'clock classes over in the annex, which is the little building attached to this building. Um, and it's going to be next week is actually going to, we're not going to be over there next week. It's spiritual gift assessment. That's important. Today was the disc profile. Next week is our, uh, we're going to be using that room. So it's going to be in the preschool room. So you need to know that it's going to be, which is right down this hallway. If you've never been to that side of the, there's a whole children's ministry on that side of the church. Some of y'all just come in and come in here and we're like, well, there's a whole nother half of a building over there. Uh, so the preschool room is straight down the hallway and you just run right into it. But next, uh, that's going to be important because I think we've been talking about gifts for a little bit. And I think that's going to be powerful for you to actually go. And if you've never taken that assessment, or if you want to take it again, that's an opportunity. You can do that online too, but we'd love to have you come in person and do that. And then following that in March, you've got, uh, where do I start? Which is, uh, pastor Rick's going to be teaching on that. And then your Holy temple and nutrition, brother James Gaiman. Um, he is a personal trainer and that is so awesome. Uh, if you really want to think about how to take care of your body and take care of what God gave you, we only get one of them y'all. So we should probably take care of it. Um, and that'll be good. So make sure you come out for the kingdom classes. Those things are pretty awesome. Uh, we do have a small group training. Our small group classes are going to be starting up 
on the 27th of February, so 26th, which is next. Uh, so, yeah, next. Man, I'm way off this morning. Next Saturday, I've been getting wrecked up in here. It's been a long morning. Uh, next Sunday, 9 o'clock. Okay, whew, that's why we're not doing the kingdom class. Next Sunday, 9 o'clock, over in there, it's rally day. It's rally day. Oh, it's not 9 o'clock. I'm sorry. It's after church. It's set up in the morning. I love my wife. She's looking at me like I'm crazy, and I've done lost everything up here. I'm just trying to get through this. She's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I know it's rally day next week. Yeah, so rally day is always after service, y'all. Um, so if you want to have a small group, we're doing training. Uh, we're doing training today in the annex, so right after service. So right after service, if you want to host a small group, if you want to be a, if you want to, if you really believe God put that on your heart, but you haven't made a decision yet, show up. Let me talk to you. Just, if, if you say, well, I've been thinking about doing a small group, show up. Uh, if you're hosting a small group, show up. Leadership training today, right after service in the annex, come out for that. And then what that means is that if you do have your group rally day, means we have all the tables set up. People are over there in the annex. You get to go by and talk to everybody and, and sign up and, and get connected into a small. We, we can't do life alone. And look, it, it is too hard to reach out to everybody in this place all the time. So we, we shrink it down into home groups and people that get together either in the church and smaller groups so we can minister to each other and do life together. So please take advantage of that. Whew. That was a lot there. All right, let's, I think I'm going to get this next one right. This upcoming week is XO Conference. That's our marriage conference, y'all. Um, this is big. It's going to be Friday and Saturday, two-day conference, Friday evening, Saturday morning to mid-afternoon. Uh, registration is required. It is $75 a couple. The online, it's been messing up. And it, so it's saying that you got to register twice and all this. Don't worry about that. Simply put your name in, put couple on the drop-down box. It's $75. Um, if you want to come, but you don't have $75 to come, you need to reach out to us and let us know. We do have um, all kinds of ways to make sure we can take care of people uh, and make sure you show up. That's the whole point. Well, you know, you're not, you're not supposed to not come because of the, the, the financial situation. So we're going to take care of you. Um, I do have a video on this though, because the last day, here's the thing, last day to sign up is tomorrow. So if you haven't signed up, we have to order, there's a lot of food involved. So we have caterers, we have, this place turns into a, a like a banquet hall type thing and we have a good time. So there's a lot of stuff that goes into that. So if you haven't signed up yet, you need to sign up. Tomorrow is the deadline. Okay, so tomorrow's the deadline. We got a short video that shows uh, our conference. Come on, come on, come on. This is good stuff, y'all. Like, you should get excited about this. We pour into relationships, marriage, all that. Like, you could be, 
Look, we've been married 30 years and we look forward to it every year. Okay, because we're like, even after 30 years, we're going, man, this is good. Like, we're going to get something out of this. So if you've been married 40 years, 50 years, 60 years, 70 years, I don't know where you're at. <laughs> I don't know how long you've been married, but here's the thing. You can always get something out of this. This is a powerful moment to come in, pour into your marriage, pour into your relationship. I also say if you're a single person and you're, you're searching for somebody, you're searching for the one, then what I would suggest you do is come out and watch some of this stuff. Be part of this. Because I want you to see from the get-go what that's supposed to look like. There's a way to do this. And if you actually get on board the right way in the beginning, it makes the rest of it really easy. So I won't say easy. I'm going to say it makes the rest of it really easy. <laughs> it's not that hard, y'all. Like we, we overthink this. If you can love each other and love God and he's right in the middle of it all, this is actually pretty easy. Um, so there it is. It's easy. Just need an easy button for your marriage. Only some people will get that. Other people have no clue what I'm talking about. All right, so, this, so that's this week later on. We also have our, uh, our welcome food pantry, which is going to be Thursday morning down in Millbrook. It's a food drive. Come on, guys. We, we have a good time with this. We take out uh, coffee and donuts and serve probably about 150 cars that are lined up waiting on food. Some of them get there as early as 4 in the morning. Um, just to wait to get this. This is the big food drop for the month. And uh, we go out there. Not only do we pray for them, give them donuts and coffee, but we actually then sit there and we hand out food. So it's, it's an awesome time. We can't do it alone. So we do need help. And I know it's on a weekday, but if you don't work in the morning, come down and join us. It's, a, it's an amazing time. And I look forward to seeing everybody there. Everybody. We'll see everybody there. It's going to be good. And then uh, one last announcement is our Bread of Life ministry we're doing March 4th. Uh, this is an opportunity for us to feed uh, Millbrook again. So we need people to show on up here uh, at the church. We're going to be doing this. There's all kinds of information up there. This is an opportunity. We're going to be once again blessing people that are in need uh, through the Welcome Center. These are people that are already signed up all the time to get food and, and supplies and things they need. And we, get to, we did it before with chili. This time we're going to bless them. I think we're doing burgers and dogs. Is that correct? Yes, over there from the back. There's Miss Cassandra Wave. There you go. She, she's heading that up. So if you want to volunteer, uh, man, get your information out there. It'll be on a women's Facebook page, but also call the church, get a hold of Cassandra. She's going to be heading that up. It's going to be awesome, y'all. Like we get to actually show God's love to people and we just don't hand out food. Like we pray for them, we talk with them, we make them feel like they're loved and, and they, have a, they have a home. So let, let's, let's just pour into this community. That's what God wants us to do. All right, that's enough about all the stuff that I have to talk about. So Father, we thank you, Lord. And I ask you to touch my lips and my heart right now, Lord. Let this be all of you this morning. Father, just speak to me in a mighty way right now for somebody in this room, for everybody in this room, Lord. We just love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Whew, this has been like a, I don't know, it's been a, a good weekend for me. A busy week. We did night of work. We had all kinds of stuff going on. Um, but it has been awesome because I got to go spend yesterday with my granddaughter. Come on, y'all. You get a little 16-month-old running around hugging on you. And, and man, she's like, I'm, I'm her biggest fan. And she's mine. Yeah, that's it. She's got everything. She, she's got everything. And, and to the lady at the place we ate at, thank you so much if you're watching. <laughs> I, had, I walked up there with my daughter. We're trying to order some food. And, she's, and, and my daughter walked away. And I said, yeah, if she gets anything she wants. And she goes, well, that's what you do with daughters. And I was like, well, thank you, but that's my granddaughter. 
I was like, we're coming back to this place. <laughs> I like these people. They make you feel good. I was like, come on. I was like, this is good stuff. But yeah, it was awesome to go see her uh, and spend time. Jules and I got to go up there and see our daughter. By the way, we love her too. <laughs> it's hard, y'all. Like, don't you have grandbabies? The kids, you're like, oh, you're so awesome. Can I see the kids? <laughs> we love you, but man, the, 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 the little ones is what we want. So it was awesome. And we got to, so all this kind of moving in and then just all this stuff happening. And then last night, uh, we had a wonderful friend of ours come in and, and stay, stay the night with us. And we just really, really, really had a good time. And so we got to worship together and pray together and just hang out uh, for most of the night, which is awesome. So you know how that is. When you get filled up like that, um, it makes it for an amazing, amazing time. So then, then to come in here and then just get filled up again, I've just been kind of going at it. So we're going to see where this goes. I know where I want to go. I'm going to try to take us where I think I want to go. And we're going to see if the Lord's going to take us somewhere else. We are in a series um, called All, All Him, All In. We've been in this for a while, so we're going to stay in this. Um, and what this is about, this is how God spoke to us, just saying that we're in a time right now where it has to be all him. It has to be everything he wants, all him. We don't have a right to inject what we want. We don't have a right to do those things. Like we have to go, Lord, what do you want? What do you want in my life? What do you want me to do? What do you want for my family? What do you want for whatever it is? It's all him. So we put him first, right? And let him speak to it. And then we decide what we want to do, which is very easy because the second half of that is all in, which means when he tells you to actually do something, then we have to walk in obedience and say yes and actually go do it. Does that make sense? So, and it's all in. It's saying, I'm going to say yes, no matter what the cost. That's hard. Because sometimes that cost, you're like, Lord, that doesn't make any sense. Like, how, why? You know, right now, if you don't know, Brother Bo and Mama Rachel and um, Phineas and Jesse are all in the Ukraine. And they were in the western side of Ukraine because they're, they're, they're worshiping and they're preaching the gospel over there. And they had 100 pastors show up to, to hear from him. And he said, the Holy Ghost is like, amaz- like just dropping all over the place over there. He said, this is absolutely amazing. They're worshiping. He goes, it's like bolts of lightning coming in. But he went because God told him, I need you to go to Ukraine. Now, for a normal person, (laughs) that doesn't make a lot of sense. You're like, why would you send me into a war zone? And I said, well, at least you're going to West Ukraine. I mean, that's like the the good part right now. It's like not that bad. Well, they were on a bus trip yesterday, a 16-hour train trip. I'm sorry. They got on a train for 16 hours to go to the eastern side. So they're going into what they consider the battlefield. And he's taking his family and they're going in and they're preaching the gospel. Okay, and, it, and it's, it's, a, it's amazing what God will do with you. But the thing is, if he tells you to go, he's going to protect you. You understand? But you got to have faith. It's all about faith. It's all about saying, you know what? If you tell me to go, I'll go. You know, he asked me if I wanted to join him. God didn't tell me to go. I've been in enough of those places in the military. But he honestly didn't tell me to go. If he would have told me to go, it'd been a different conversation. But he didn't. So we got to be wise enough to go, who wants you to do something? Is it, is it all him or is it something else? And we, and we got to be aware of that. And if you, I'll share this too, because she's been part of our family for a while, but Rachel's mom, Miss Teresa Early, if you knew her, she passed away 
um, this past week. And so they were in the Ukraine. So we're going to, you know, there'll be services and everything. And we love Miss Teresa. She's, she was phenomenal. I mean, if, if you didn't know her, you missed out because she's an amazing, amazing person. She'd sit right over here. Um, and man, she, she, she always had a word. Um, she was always just strong in her faith. It's just, just wonderful. And so we know she's dancing with Jesus right now. She was dealing with um, all kinds of health issues. And, and finally, her body said, it's time, it's time to go, go with the king. And I think she's dancing and celebrating. But, um, but just keep them in your prayers. Uh, her family, her grandkids, everybody. Um, like I said, they, and they're over there. So, you know, my Rachel's like, I, I, what do we do? And they made a decision, just stay put. And let's keep doing what God wants us to do. And when we come back, we'll take care of everything else. So just keep them in your prayers as they walk through that. Uh, but she was an amazing woman, and she touched a lot of lives, uh, especially in this house. So that's pretty powerful. So uh, we celebrate that stuff. I know it's hard. It's hard for people that when you got to say goodbye, that's hard. But we celebrate because we know where she's at. I mean, she, we, we just know that, that she is dancing and singing with the Lord, and that's the most important part. Yeah, we're going to miss her. But, man, I'm, I'm just like, whoo, that's good stuff. Like I, I made, I made a, a deal with my wife, I think. And I said, if I'm ever in a position where you get to pull the plug, pull the plug. Cause I'm probably already dancing with them. And, and, and if you try to bring me back, I'm gonna be upset. That ain't your choice. <laughs> right? So now I said it to everybody. So if she fights to get me back, y'all better step up. Better step up. So anyway, so it's all God. It's all him. We're going to do what he wants us to do. No turning back. Putting everything on the line and saying, Lord, come on, it's all you. So, so I love this. And we, it's, we're going to be coming right out of Romans. And I've talked about this before, getting up to this point. If you're reading in Romans, I've told you this, you know, this is five weeks ago. I said, hey, probably even longer than that because I took a couple weeks off, but it was get into this, start reading this, get into Romans 12. Very important you get into Romans 12. It's very important you get into Romans 1 through 11. That's huge. That's doctrine. That's, that's love. That's salvation. That's all the good stuff. It's no longer being bound by law. It's, it's all this stuff that's so pertinent to who we are and what we do and the faith we operate in. So you can't miss any of that stuff. There's freedom in that. There's power in that. But then what you have to do is you got to take a step out of that and go, let's go to Romans 12 where it says, now that you've done that, <laughs> this is what I'm going to expect out of you. So how do we live our life once we say, I do, and Lord, I'm all yours and I surrender my heart. We can't just sit around now and show up to a Sunday service every once in a while and go, yay, Lord, like we're here. Thank you so much. He says, no, I, now, now that you've given your heart to me, you're born again. Guess what? I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to put something out there. I'm going to request stuff of you. Because now you, you don't live for yourself. You've died to yourself. Now you live for him. This is where the all him, all in comes in. Because now he's going to say, now go do stuff. Go represent me. Go look like me. Go love like me. Go talk like me. That's what he's going to do. And all we have to do is say yes. And that becomes a problem. Because this is where when we start reading about Romans 12, this becomes a problem because people are all good with saying, you know, I've accepted him into in, in my life and he's my Lord and all this stuff. But when he starts saying, hey, but, but what about this? We all think it's good till you hear it. I'm going to read it all again. We're going to read Romans 12 again. And I'm pretty sure while I'm reading this, you guys are going to sit there and go, ah, not that. Like, I'll give you anything but that. But it's true. So I'm going to read this out. 
We're going to read through it, and then uh, we'll see where he wants to go. So Romans 12, uh, if you have your Bibles, you can go there. It'll be up on the screen. And it starts out with, and so. That's how you know it's everything before that. So up to that, it's all 1 through 11. And then he says, and so, because all that stuff, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. So right there, stop right there. How do you worship him? It's not always raising your hand and running around in circles and playing instruments. He says, give your body, right, to be a living and holy sacrifice. Living sacrifice. What that means is you no longer have a say. You give it to him and say, tell me what to do, Lord, and I'm going to do it. That's a living sacrifice. Die to yourself and say, Lord, I'm going to do what you asked me to do. Okay, that's what that's truly worship. It says, verse 2, it says, don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. You can go as deep as you want into that. Because our world has their own ways of doing things. And you got to make a choice. Are you going to live by what the world does? Or are you going to do it the way God wants you to do it? And this can be anything. What we do in here, if we do something so routine in here, it, it can turn into we're just doing it. It's just as bad. That's why to swap things up every once in a while, there ain't nothing wrong. He goes, let me change the way you think. You think the only way to do it is to have people up here jumping up and down and getting you to worship. You think that's it. Because that's how the world does it. That's how everybody does it. Like, that's what we're used to. Do you know I talk to a lot of these worship uh, people that, that come up, the worship leaders and everything. You know how awkward it is for them to be up here sometimes and you guys just staring at them like this? That's pretty awkward. It's kind of how I feel sometimes when I'm preaching and I see you looking at me like this. It just makes me want to come at you. I'm not lying. Like, I just want to get up close and be like, how you doing? Like, is everything okay? Like, why are you mean mugging me? Like, stop it. But, but it's the same way up here. You know, you think that they're just born to do that and they just love being up there. You know, they sing more freely when they're around everybody else. Everybody's not staring at them. That's why this is not, this, everybody thinks this is a platform. It is a platform, but it's not for you. What happens though is when somebody steps up here, we tend to put them on a platform and we tend to think they're greater than they are. And you're going to see in Romans 12, it says, don't do that. Right? Which is why we're on the floor. Okay. And it won't always be that way, but for now it is. Today it was. Chuck couldn't even fall off the stage. He had all kinds of room. So verse 3 says, because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I, have give, I give each of you this warning. Oh, here it is. Don't think you're better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourself by the faith God has given us. And measure yourself by your faith that he's given us. Hmm. Just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other. See, that's what's cool about this is we all do this together. When you come in here on a Sunday, you're not coming in here for you. You're coming in here for the family. You understand? That's the cool part. And we're talking about this. We're going to get into all this, but man, we got gifts and stuff and God will use us in a mighty, mighty way. And sometimes you'll wake up in the morning and be like, man, I just don't feel like going to church today. So you're no, 
affect somebody because there's people waiting on your yes because you're going to show up and God's going to do something through you. He's going to give you a word. He's going to ask you to do something. He's going to ask you to simply comfort somebody. He might tell you to go and give somebody a high five that you have never done before and they were waiting on that high five. You understand? It's not about you. Once you give yourself over to Christ, you just got to say, whatever you want, Lord. And if he says, I want you there Sunday morning, be here. And quit coming up with excuses. Because it ain't about you. It's about the family. It's about this body. So verse 6 says, in his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is, is serving others, serve them well. If you're a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to, is to encourage others, be encouraging. If, if it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take that responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Pretty much all he's saying right there, and we're going to get, get into this, is I gave you a gift, do it well. I gave you a gift, do it well. Don't do it well like, you know, if you're a child, like your parents ask you to do something, don't do it well like that. <laughs> do it well like they want it. Right? Do it well. Give it everything you got. Say, Lord, I want to do it for you, so I'm going to give it everything I got, and I'm going to do it well. Verse 9 says, don't just pretend to love others, really love them. Wow. What a bold statement. Don't just pretend to love others, but really love them. Hate what is wrong, hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in your confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. Man, can we be patient in trouble? Can we actually be patient enough when things are just going out of control and keep praying? I mean, that's what he asked us to do. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Man, that's a good one. I stop there every time I read that because I'm thinking, man, there are so many people that, that, that Lord, you just need to bless them. <laughs> but we have, that, we have that mentality that if somebody hurts us, eye for an eye. That's biblical, right? <laughs> an eye for an eye. Like, you, you know, no. It says right there, somebody curses you, bless them. Pray for them. Ask God to bless them. See, this takes everything off you. This is selflessness. This is removing you out of it. <laughs> it says, be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people and don't think you know it all. Never pay evil, never pay back evil with more evil. Do things in such a way that everyone can see you are honorable. Do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. Man, do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. Dear friends, never take revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. For the scriptures say, I will take revenge. I will pay them back, says the Lord. Instead, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they're thirsty, give them something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals of shame on their heads. Don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil 
by doing good. That's a long chapter, but I'm telling you it's good. And that's why we're staying in it. I just, I just believe we can teach out of this for a really long time because this is where he wants us. Because he goes, this is what I asked you to do. All right, so raise your hand if none of this applies to you. I was going to ask you to come up and preach. I was like, uh, you have the throne. <laughs> come on. Like, this is, this is stuff. Every time I read it, things pop in my head about how I can get better. Man, we can all get better at this. So we need to teach it. We need to teach it. We need to talk about it. All right, so, so we, we did go through uh, one through six. And then um, kind of talked about some gifts, but not really. Uh, we talked about the giftings to the point where I said we're not all robots. We're all different. God's given each one of us different gifts. He has so many to give out. He's put them inside of us. That's why we're different. But he did that because we're a big family. We're one body, right? We all have different functions, so we're not going to be the same. Okay, but I want to help with that because I, I know we can't be the same, but, but come on, we all... We, we can still hang out with people that, that have the same gift. That would be nice to know who that person is, right? I believe that there's, there's some benefit to this. Me teaching gifts, um, you taking the gift assessment. Wouldn't it be nice that if you found somebody that has the same gift as you to kind of hang out with them a little bit? Wouldn't that make sense? I don't know. Like we've done this small groups. You want to go camping, go camping with people. That's great. But how about we equip the family? Like equipping the family means understand what gift you have and then let's come together as a family and let's equip you. Let's give, so why don't you go talk with other people that have the same gift and why don't you build each other up and why don't we educate each other and why don't we do this together and all of a sudden it's a team. Come on, can can you see this happening? Like a team of people that have the same gift. Man, and when we all operate like that, this is why last week we took a break from this. I mentioned it, but I said, we're gonna talk about the enemy. Because the one thing that happens is the enemy can't stand it, man. If we start getting all our gifts moving in the right direction and we're starting to change the world and do what he wants, the enemy's like, hold on, I can mess that up. I'm going to cause disunity. I'm going to do something. Give me a chance to bring something in. Give me a chance to, to, to get you off that, that, that highway of where you're going. Like we're trying to get to heaven. We're trying to see his kingdom come and we're doing it well. Why? Because we have a family that's built around that. And we're all understanding our gifts and operating in it. So, man, if the enemy can tell you that your gift don't matter, stay home. That just slows the whole process down. And all of a sudden, somebody else doesn't get a yes. And then all of a sudden, we start, you know, the wind's blowing and we're going to and fro. And that's not good. So, what I love about this, I don't know if you... uh, I've been preaching on this specifically just to poke on people's hearts. No, I'm just kidding. You really need to understand my heart. God laid this on my heart. And so we've been talking about this. And we had an amazing surprise this, this past week. So, uh, we're, you know, the, the, like I said, we've been preaching on this for five, six weeks. And then I'm in the office uh, first. We're doing staff meeting and I get a, uh, get a phone call from somebody. He's like, hey, uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm out looking at the, the parking lot. And I don't know, has anybody here ever parked in the back parking lot back here? where the water rushes it down and it ruts everything out and we put rock in and it washes out and all that. And I was like, you're outside? So I go outside uh, and meet up with them and they're out there with a grater. They're out there bringing crush and run and then they're out there paving it. (laughs) Yeah, wow. (laughs) Just, just, Just to show up because he has a gift and he has an ability to do something, right? And he said, you know, there's a lot of stuff I can't do, but there's some stuff I can. 
And he goes, I want to be part of this. I want to be part of what God's doing, so I'm going to help out. So if you drive out back right now, fully paved parking lot out back, y'all. Like, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Um, that's huge. And uh, it, what it's going to do is help. It's, <laughs> Brother, I just hate it because, like, when I heard the story about walking down from the Mexican restaurant with, with a sore foot, that don't make any sense. And he said, kind of sparked him up when he was limping down the road trying to get, and he says, well, we can't park back there because it's all muddy. And who wants to track mud all through the church? Because that used to be just dirt and rock and washout. Oh, man, that's so good. So, so thank you, parking lot team who parked him all the way down. By <laughs> no. It's so good. Um, but yeah, brother, I just, we love you guys. Thank you. That's brother Johnny and June, and I just love them, and uh, they're, they're amazing, but, but it fits so perfect in this. He just said, man, <laughs> I know what I'm supposed to do, and the Lord just kind of spoke to him and said, I'm supposed to do it. So I don't like, he doesn't like people calling him out, but I just want you to know that that's how God works. Like, that's how he works. And all you have to do is say yes. All you have to do is walk in obedience, and when you do that, it changes for everybody else. Like, do you understand how many people we can park back there? Come on. That's huge. Now we just got to get some people serving in the parking lot <laughs> to actually get people back there. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't help if we got a parking lot if nobody knows where it's at. Y'all keep parking next door at the other church. <laughs> I wish I was kidding. <laughs> oh, man. But it's good, y'all. And uh, so you get a chance to walk out there and see what happened. Because God's good. And we were just praying about that. You know, I, I was actually looking at our heart for the house this year. Going, Lord, what is it? And that was like the number one thing. We had a washout over here. We're like, man, we're going to lose this half of the building if we don't stop that from washing out. And he filled all that up with some big old boulders and everything. And then I was like, man, we got to figure out what it's going to cost to get this back parking lot done so people can come in. I'm glad I didn't spend a whole bunch of time thinking about that because God said, I already got an answer for you if you just trust me. Um, it's, so, it's, it's so good. So, yeah. Come on. I don't know. I get overwhelmed by that stuff because because you just don't know. Anyway. Let's go back into this. Um, I just wanted to share that with you because you don't understand how much that affects people's life. And it doesn't have to be that. Like, that's huge. I mean, that's something they could do. For you, it's not that. That's not everybody's. Everybody doesn't have the same gift. For you, what's simple to you would be absolutely difficult for them. <laughs> They'd be like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> like, like, forget that. But for you, it's simply opening the door for somebody, loving on somebody, going to visit somebody in the hospital, walk, you know, taking a meal to somebody when they're sick. To you, it's worshiping. To you, it's working in production. To you, it might be helping out with the kids. It's things you can do that God gave you a gift for. Man, and it's just understanding what that is in your life and start doing it because you don't understand the impact it makes to the family, to the body. This is huge. So anyway... I'll go back to this because I skipped over this last week and I didn't get to really cover these and I'm not going to downplay any one of them. 
you know, and I'm, I, there, there's a lot of them. And I read them. I'm not going to spend, you know, months talking about every gift. What I want you to understand is there's gifts out there. Um, you need to find out what your gift is. You need to go research it, study it, um, start figuring out how, to, how, how, how can I build that up in my life and what, what am I supposed to do with that? That's important because God gave that to you. So that's the number one thing. We're here for him. So if he gave you something, then we should be operating in it. So it says, in his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. And in verse seven, it says, if your gift is serving others, serve them well. And if you are a teacher, teach well. See, I, I, I talked about these, but I really didn't. I just kind of jumped um, back in so I could cover some other things. So I want to hit on these a little bit. I want to talk about this. Um, I'm going to cover probably three different gifts today, and I, I think God wants to do something with this. So I want to talk about this, this serving and what that is. Because I think, I think this, is, this is a big part of who we are and what we do. Now, the gifts, if you want to know, it's just not in Romans 12. So I'll give you this. We can jump into, um, Peter talks about, let's go to 1 Peter. Let's go to 1 Peter. We're going to do this. Uh, I want to show you other places where it talks about gifts in the Bible. So you just don't go to Romans 12. I'll say, my gift wasn't in there. I guess I'm good. Nope. <laughs> There's other gifts. So 1 Peter 4, 10 through 11 says, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Man, use them well. There it is again, to serve one another. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. All glory and power to him forever and ever Amen. You understand that, that when does that happen? Then everything will happen. When? When we use them to serve one another. That's when. So, so then everything you do will bring glory to God. When we do it to serve one another. What sense having a gift if you don't use it? I mean, I do have a bunch of gifts, like tools that I bought myself that are still in containers in my barn. <laughs> That's because I couldn't find them, so I went and bought more but they ain't helping nobody. They're just sitting there. So if you have a gift, you need to unwrap that thing and you need, you need to plug it in, charge the battery and let's go to work, right? Because if not, it's just a box. <laughs> what are you supposed to do with a box? Throw it in the corner, stack something on it, okay? So you see it here, he's saying that, so Peter's telling people, look, you need to use your gifts to serve one another. And then we see it, Paul starts talking about again in 1 Corinthians, so I'm gonna read through 1 Corinthians 12. 4 through 11, 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 11. It says, there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same spirit is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in us all, in all of us. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. To one person, the spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. To another, the same spirit gives a message of special knowledge. The same spirit gives great faith to another and to someone else. The one spirit gives the gift of healing. He gives one person the power to perform miracles and another the ability to prophesy. He gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the spirit of God or from another spirit. Still another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages while another is given the ability to interpret what is being said. It is the one and only spirit who distributes all these gifts. He alone decides which gift each person should have. 
So we got to remember this, that when we're using our gift, we're also not standing up here. We don't use our gift for us. That's why it's so uncomfortable when I call people out. Because <laughs> they're like, that's what it's about. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. It's not about us. It's about him. Every gift is about him. It should bring glory to him, not the person using the gift. Does that make sense? It's all got to go back to him. If not, we're doing it for ourselves. And that's not why we're doing it. We're doing it for the family. We're trying to help people. But he gets all the glory. It all comes to him. And he decides which, which ones we have. Does that mean you can't pray for them? No, you can pray for gifts. Definitely. If there's a gift that you want, pray for it. And if he decides he wants to give it to you, he will. That's his choice. All right? That's his choice. I can tell you, though, if you try to operate in something you don't have a gift in, one, you'll get burned out really fast. You'll get tired. You're going to be like, man, this is no fun. Well, if it's no fun and it makes you exhausted and it's tiresome, it's probably not your gift. Sorry, I just got to drink my coffee. But here's the thing. The goal is to have our entire family doing that, operating in these gifts, doing what we're supposed to do. So I want to talk about this gift of service. Um, and what's funny is when you think about service, this is different. The gift of service is actually also called the gift of ministry. So you think of service just as, well, somebody serves me. Well, it's ministry. It's a gift of ministry. So when you read it in different, it uh, depends on where you read it, actually. The, the Greek word gets, uh, in the first time you read it in Romans 12, uh, 7, it means to wait tables. But it's, but it's also translated most of the time in the Bible as ministry. Right? So you'll see that found in different things, even in 1 Corinthians. Um, so it re refers to an act of service done in genuine love for the edification of the community. An act of service done in love for the community, for the family, for whoever God puts in front of you. It's a service. And the Holy Spirit gives us this gift in the family to fill the gaps <laughs> from what the pastor can't do. That's big, because I have a heart for this family, and I try to be everywhere I can possibly be to love on people and to help people, but you understand there's gaps in there. There's stuff I just can't do. I'll give you a perfect example, Bread of Life. That was a ministry we had for, I don't know, 18 years, and then when the lady that was running it stepped down, I felt a, an obligation to keep it going. But I prayed about it and God said, nah, that's not your gift. And unless somebody steps up, shut it down. So we shut it down until somebody came and said, I'm called to do that. I want to, I want to run that. I want to lead that. That person was always in the family. <laughs> it just took that person saying yes. Then it took other people coming alongside. We had great plans. We had people saying yes to all kinds of stuff. Brother Alex in his food truck saying, I'm, I'm ready to help. I mean, yes, 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 yes. I mean, we got yeses all over the place. But we just didn't have somebody to run it. And I'm like, I refuse to come in here again and spend hours trying to figure out where to buy food and how to buy food and where to go send food. I don't have time for that. Really, I, I would like to spend that time praying for people, uh, reading the Bible, uh, letting the Lord speak to me so I can speak to other people. Not that I don't love that stuff. I do. I show up and I, I hand out food. I love that stuff. I have a heart for this, but I knew that wasn't my calling. 
So, so, so this is what the service gift is. It, it's, a, it's an opportunity to energize the church. It's an opportunity to fill all the gaps so nothing gets missed. You know, we have a food train here. So if you get sick and you let us know you're sick, we have a food train. Do you think I run that? <laughs> no. We, we have cards that go out for everybody on their birthdays and on their um, anniversaries and when they're sick. You think I run that? No. I don't. All I had to do was say, that's an awesome idea. Like, I'm glad you have a heart for that. And then just let them serve. But what that does, it fills in all the gaps. Because if you don't do those things, then people are like, well, does anybody care? Well, yeah. We all care. We just can't be every spot at every time. So it takes you having an idea, you having a gift, you having something inside that says, I'm supposed to serve in a different way to help cover that gift, to help make sure we have that. Because now in our culture, you come into church, you know, you want somebody to hold the door open for you. <laughs> but it's, you know, we don't need that. But does it help? Absolutely. You put somebody at that door with a smiley face that welcomes you into church, you are automatically feel at home. So does that help the body? Yes. If you hadn't seen me work in the park, I would love to work in the parking lot, y'all. That's my favorite place to serve. Like, that's my calling. Waving at people and pointing. I'm an eye. So I, if you took your dispersonality test, then I'm an eye. Like, I'd rather just talk to people. You should have figured that out by how long these sermons go. I would rather just talk to people and pray for people and wave at them and send them along the way. That's pretty awesome, right? But we need people to do that. And if I'm out there doing that, guess what I'm not doing? Not in here praying over service. I'm not in here praying over the worship team. I'm not in here praying over the seats. I'm not in here talking to people that are serving because I'm out there in the parking lot waving people in. Not that that's a bad thing. I love it. Like I said, if someone wants to do the rest of the stuff, I'll go out there. Look, I ain't lying. I've done every ministry in this church. I've served in every spot in this church. That's pretty cool. And I liked all of them except for children's ministry. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I love kids. I just don't like them all together running around in circles. Come on. Anyway, I want to give you scripture for this. Acts 6, uh, 1 through 4. Acts 6, 1 through 4. And it says, But as the believers rapidly multiplied, there were rumblings of discontent. The Greek-speaking believers complained about the Hebrew-speaking believers, saying that their widows were being discriminated against in the daily distribution of food. So the twelve called a meeting of all the believers. They said, We apostles should spend our time teaching the word of God, not running a food program. And so brothers selected seven men who were well-respected and are full of the spirit and wisdom. We will give them this responsibility. Then we apostles can spend our time in prayer and teaching the word. It's biblical. Doesn't mean that the person that's pastoring your church or the apostle doesn't love you or doesn't want to spend as much time with you, but there's only so much time in a day. So it takes a body to come together to help take care of those things and fill the gap. Does everybody get that? Man, and the point is you're doing it because you want to share the gospel. You're doing it to help advance the gospel. 
That's why we do it. We, we have children's ministry because that helps advance the gospel and we get to pour into our kids. Your kids are growing at a rapid rate, especially in this house because they're going to get what they're supposed to get. And then your teens are going to get what they're supposed to get. And then they're going to be up here actually being equipped and operating in their giftings at a young age because that's okay in this house. You understand? All that takes people and effort and time. We all just can't do it on, you know, if you guys were waiting on me, this would be a really slow process. So this is important. You know, the number one thing I like it says is that those with any of these gifts, the gift of service, they don't see recognition or spotlight. You know, I love talking about Kyle. If you don't know Kyle, you ain't been out in the parking lot long. Kyle shows up and, and he'll tell you his whole testimony, man, by the time he gets you from your car to the door. But that guy loves sharing that. He loves advancing the gospel. He loves walking in the gift God gave him. To the point it almost got taken away in the motorcycle accident. And he fought to walk and he fought to run. And he fought, why does he want to do all that stuff? Just so he can share the gospel. He's like, I just want to be able to walk from the car with these people. And he'll just grab a hold of you. I watched him at the pig out where we live. He was the cart guy at the pig. Talk about the best cart guy. I said, I don't understand. Like, give that guy a pay raise. He's talking to everybody. I'm like, this is awesome. But that's what he was called to do, right? And didn't matter what happened in his life, what circumstances happened. He says, I'm going to do it because that's what I love to do. So think about that. What's God called you to do that you really enjoy doing? It's probably a gift and you just got to do it. But like I said, it's not about being in the spotlight. It's not about getting the pat on the back all the time. Is that good leadership? Yeah. But that's not what drives us. What drives us is, is sharing the gospel. What drives us is, is, is meeting the, you know, doing what God asked us to do. Go to the nations, share the gospel, baptize people. That's what we're going for here. Great commission. That's what this is about. Everything we do is that. It's not just to pour into this little family. Like God wants to use this bigger than that. Who knows that the next person that walks through the door is not going to be the next big missionary we send out the door. You see what I'm saying? You never know. You don't know who's going to walk through that door. We get new people every week. And you don't know how you impact them. But that's what I love about the Connect card because we actually get to call them and we get to hear the impact of what people go. Man, I just felt the love in that place when I came in. So it's funny how love will do amazing things. Shift a heart like that. Make you feel like, like, man, that's what a wonderful place to be. When you walk in, you feel needed, wanted, and loved. Man, there's some stuff about that. So anyway, um, <laughs> uh, let's see. So let me talk about the bread of life. Got it. Serving in children's first impression team. Like if you don't know what that is, that's cafe making coffee. Somebody's got to make the coffee. Y'all like the coffee? Unplug them. That's sweetheart coffee, y'all. So if you like sweetheart coffee, they got a shop in Millbrook. They're opening one out of Prattville Pickers. I'm going to plug them because it's amazing coffee. They put scripture on everything. They're wonderful folks that absolutely love Jesus, and they're using their coffee shop as a ministry. So guess what? And it's in Millbrook. So we're going to pour into small business in Millbrook and say we're going to support them. But it's good coffee. Like if y'all like... Really good coffee. Um, 
Yeah, parking lots, students, small groups. I mean, this is big. Life safety. I really want to talk about this because it's going to help me kind of give some guidelines for y'all. You understand we have a life safety team? If you don't know what a life safety team is, we have people standing by that are armed, that also are skilled in all kinds of emergency responses. Most of them came out of military, emergency response, medical. They're here every time we open these doors and they're protecting us. If you don't think that's a need, it's a need. You never know who's going to walk through the door. So we have people standing by with that all the time. It's called our life safety team, which is also why I have an issue when everybody gets up and starts walking out a million times during service, especially your teens. Yeah, I get to address it. Kevin told me I could. <laughs> like, if you're just getting up to go do stuff, you ain't supposed to be doing that. Like, come in and get a word. Because every time you move, they got their eyes on you. Because we want to make sure somebody ain't walking in the door trying to take you. You understand? So if you're just going out to sit in the foyer and talk to somebody, that's distracting to them. Like, they're, they're, they're honestly here to protect you. And that's all they want to do. So I've said, well, Kevin, just tell your teens not, you know, just limit their walk. And he's like, I have. <laughs> I said, well, I'll address it from the stage. Because we love the teens. We love what they do. But it's also, how do you limit the walking in and out of here? We have video cameras everywhere too. They can sit there on the cameras and watch everything. Look, we want to take care of you. That's important. Look at the one person that walks in. Isn't it great? You never want to be the person that walks in after a pastor says, quit walking out. But, but so you know, I don't want, and it's not in a mean way. Bye, Jacob. It's not in a mean way. It doesn't actually bother me. Like, it doesn't frustrate me. It doesn't, you can, babies crying, that doesn't frustrate me. I don't, I don't even see it. I actually got to be reminded most of the time. But what it does is it adds stress on them as they're trying to watch things and make sure your child that you send to the bathroom doesn't run out the door. Like, you just think all the doors are, no, the doors aren't locked. Like they're locked from the outside, but you can walk up to them and leave from the inside. So if you just let your kid run throughout the church, they're watching them. That's serious stuff, y'all. And most of the time they miss the service because they're sitting out there making sure nobody comes in. It's powerful stuff, but people are gifted with that. Our production team, man, I just, I'll go on and on and on. Oh, we have so much. Anyway, that's gifted serving. And we can't do this without that. I think our production team is probably one of my, the, 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 the unsung heroes. I change their stuff all the time. They're, they're sitting on cameras. They're in the back while you're worshiping. They're back there trying to do an online feed so that everybody that couldn't be here gets to watch it. And most of the time, they're the ones that are always doing it, right? And they're stuck doing it because nobody else is like, well, I'll help one weekend out of the month. We're a family, y'all. We're supposed to do this together. We all have gifts. What's your gift? Take the load off somebody for one weekend. Share some way. Help some way. Get involved some way. Um, and if you're interested in any of these things, man, there's people all over the place. Ask somebody. We, we've got people that will help you and guide you and how you want to help. Um, we'll, have, we'll probably have signups during the small group rally day just so you can put your name on a paper and we'll call you. Um, but the point is, is just say, hey, this is what I want to do, and I really want to help. All right, I wasn't going to go there, but I went there, so there you go. But we do. We need to take care of each other. It's all about building up this family and building up the kingdom. Um, all right. 
gift of teaching, I'm not going to get into this too much. I'm going to let you know there's a gift of teaching. And that, that carries a heavy responsibility in this church. If you don't know, when you come up and share the word of God, it is judged. Everything you say. That was probably the hardest part for me to do um, as we accepted our role and were appointed as pastors was, whew, I got to go speak to these people out of the Bible. When I'm looking around and I see everybody here, there's most people read the Bible for 30 some years. They know everything in it. So everything that comes out of my mouth has to be right or they're going to call me on it. And that's good. And that's okay. Honestly, if you just take what I have to say, for, look, I talk fast and sometimes I say stuff that I don't even know what I say sometimes. Right? So you need to check that. And if I'm wrong, it's okay to come back to me and say, hey, could you explain this? <laughs> like, I don't think you said that. I'm good with that. You're not going to hurt my feelings. But I take this responsibility seriously. Okay? So, so if, if your gift is teaching, chances are you want to read the Bible a lot. You want to understand it. You want to understand why he's saying what he's saying. You know, but this goes beyond that. You want to share it in love. See, I've known too many people that don't share it in love. They just won't be right. That ain't what this is about. He said you're supposed to share it in love. Show it in love. Display it the way Jesus displayed it. All right? So that's important. But we have to be good stewards of God's word. Because he's put the gift inside of us to say, I just want you to, to read this. I mean, I love what Dan said. I don't know if you, not everybody was there when Dan said it. But he, he'll get a new Bible and he highlights it like color-coded for every topic you can think in the Bible. And then what he does is when he gets done with that one, he gives it to a new believer. So they're going to base everything that he highlighted. They're like, that's the real thing right there. That's pretty serious stuff. I, I, I love, I mean, if, you, if your gift is teaching, chances are you love this. And you're not just loving the one version of this. You've probably gone and read multiple translations. You've probably taken it in and, and, and try to match every word up in, in the Greek. And, and you, you, you just tore this thing apart to try to understand what God's trying to, to show you. You're trying to find Jesus' face in every page in this thing. That's so cool. There's nothing wrong with that. But that means you have a gift to teach. So if that's what you love to do, but you're also not teaching then you're not doing what you're supposed to do. <laughs> and God's going to call you out on it. And I challenge you with that. Small groups challenge you. Your small groups, when you get together in a small group, there should be an element of the word in that. <laughs> you should be praying for each other, but there should be an element of the word in your group. I don't care if it's a verse of the day, but you should be okay to share that. And if you like to teach, that's a great place to start. Get a group. Sit down, get to know people, and share the Bible. It's really good stuff. And we got kids that do this wonderfully. We can do it. So James 3.1 says, Dear brothers and sisters, not many of you should become teachers in the church. For we who teach will be judged more strictly. We will be judged. For every word that comes out of our mouth. So yeah, I take this seriously, but I also think my job is to teach you and then your job is to dig. I should be sparking a fire inside of you to go look it up and go dig deeper and to go get a better understanding. Because there's some stuff that he gives me the night before and I go, oh Lord, <laughs> I need to understand that a whole lot more and I ain't got much time. But he says, go share that. It's okay. They'll go look it up. They're, they're going to look that up for you. All right. This last gift I want to talk, and then we're going to kind of go with this and see where this goes, uh, talk about. 
is the gift of healing. This is important. It's in 1 Corinthians 12, 9. And it's actually plural. So when you you break that down, in the Greek it's plural. It's the gifts of healing. Which means there's healing in multiple ways. multiple, Multiple styles of healing. It could be spiritual. It could be physical. It could be anything from... Um, emotional healing. It could be anything from maybe you're supposed to build the next bit of medicine that's going to heal cancer. Maybe it's you're going to create a witty idea, a witty invention that's going to help revolutionize and get rid of COVID. Maybe, maybe, what is it? I don't know, but it's all a gift of healing that God's put inside of you. A lot of us sit on those things. We don't do anything with it. We think it's just, oh, I should walk into a room and every person I touch, they're going to be healed. Does that work? Yeah, (laughs) that can happen. God can work through us in mighty, mighty ways. We've seen it. There's a miracle cross over there. Go look at it sometimes. We've got stuff up there that are nailed to that thing. And it's pretty powerful. But anyway, this gift is really uh, ties close with faith and miracles is the gift of healing. Faith and miracles. It runs really side by side with them. Because to do this, this gift, you operate out of a lot of faith. You got to believe. You got to believe. You got to believe. Where'd Carmen go? She disappeared. She disappeared, didn't she? She got up and walked out as I was going to. Good. When you leave, that means I can freely talk about you. She can watch online. But I don't know if you understood even what happened with her and her brother that was on a ventilator and they didn't think he was going to make it. And I got to walk in the hospital and say, get everybody out of the room that doesn't believe like we believe. Because we don't need any disbelief in there. I don't need anybody. If I'm praying over somebody for healing, I don't need anybody standing in there that says, I don't believe. Get out. It's all through faith. It's all faith. It's all believing. And we got to do that. And I've shared that before. That was a, <laughs> that was a 15, 30 minute conversation about life and what's going on. And about a 30, 40 second prayer over a brother that got up and walked out of the hospital. I mean, that happens, y'all. That happens. It's all him. He's just waiting for somebody that, that he can operate through. And, and, and we're blessed. We are truly blessed because I do, I feel that God brings people to our family for this. Um, he really does. There's a ton of scripture, tons of stories in the Bible. Um, I, I, some of my favorite ones, I say it all the time, Peter walking in his shadow is healing people because they all brought him around him. Faith and who they are. Faith in believing what can happen. There's all kinds of stories. But I believe God did bring us somebody in this family that operates in that. Not just him. He's just the one we know about. There's probably more. Um, but I got to spend a lot of time with him. I trust him with my heart. Wonderful man. And he's here to visit us today. So I wanted him to share a little bit about healing because that's what he operates in. That's how God works through him. And he's got some amazing stories and I love them. So brother, you want to come on up? Everybody give brother, <laughs> brother Rick a hand. I'm going to give you a mic. I don't know if the setup was good. <laughs> I love you too. You are my church. You don't even know it. You are my church. I love y'all. 
I've been here for the last couple years. And when I come here and, and visit Jules and DJ and, and Pastor Bo and, and Rachel, I just come here because I love y'all. Excuse me if I get emotional because I'm, um, it's God. I'm, I'm feeling the Holy Spirit from your worship. And you weren't drawing attention to yourself. You're humble. You're in the back. What worship leader does that? What singers do that? They, they want to preen and show who they are. These people don't. They love Jesus, and they want Jesus to be glorified. God has given me the ability to heal people. It's crazy. I've worked in miracles. Thank you, Lord. I've worked in faith. Thank you, Jesus. And I've worked in the gift of he- the gifts of healing. I don't want to explain the whole thing because that's not what I'm here doing. I just want to. I just want to work the gift that God has given me because He called me to do that. And everybody has a gift. Some people have the gift of serving. Boy, oh boy, you know, I enjoy the cup of coffee. Whoever made that, thank you. You know, it, it takes a whole body of believers to do it. It's not just one person doing everything, one pastor group, you know. Thank God for the children's workers. I just Velcro them to the wall. and <laughs> What, number 15? Here he is. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> you know, it's, that's not my gift either. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you'd be grateful that I'm not back there. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, let's do this. Can we get some music? Can we get some music? Just some, something to get the worship flowing again? Because I'd really like to pray for you. And it's by faith. But worship, is that all right? Yeah. Um, so some of the working, working of miracles is um, we um, often pray over cloths and send them off to different places. Not only do we lay hands on the sick and they recover, but we also send cloths out. My wife and I, my, my wife's name is Karen Ward. Praise God. <laughs> That's it's true. She kept her maiden name for business purposes. My last name is Little John. I'm Rick Little John here to serve you. Um, so, gosh, there's so many stories. Um, perhaps you know Soul and Jordan, of course. Jordan and Soul. Uh, are they familiar to this church as well? Okay. They're, they're over at Bo's church, and what happened is... She came forward in an impromptu service. Bo says, hey, I believe in this guy. He healed my mom and my dad. Uh, if you need a healing, come on. And uh, Soul was one of the people that came forward. She says, my mom has cancer and she lives in Chicago. I said, okay, let's, pray. let's get a cloth. We prayed over the cloth. She put it on her mama and the mom was healed instantly. Hallelujah. That's the God we serve. That's God. That's God. That's a lot of people having faith. 
soul having faith to bring the cloth to her mom, her mom having faith. Down in Mexico, uh, do we have a picture? Uh, go back. Um, the other back. One more. This lady had brain cancer. And in Mexico, they don't have the best hospitals, and maybe our medicine might be a little bit better. But they did a surgery on her head, and she got blinded, and the doctors were so sorry and so apologetic. Ma'am, you're going to be blind for the rest of your life. And we said, no, you're not. So we sent a cloth to Mexico, south of Veracruz, and this lady, as soon as the cloth hit her head, then the next picture is what happened. She opened her eyes, hallelujah. And then the miracle progresses for the next slide. This is her with her child and seeing and looking better. And then the next one, her husband had left her, but then he came back and the family's back together. So a miracle is not just a little thing. It grows and it grows and it grows. A healing is just a healing, right? Unless it affects your whole life. If you're blind and God opens your eyes, do you think that's gonna make a difference to somebody? Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. So I was out to dinner with uh, the pastors, and I said, hey, DJ, we just did this again. We just prayed over a cloth over this lady who's in the same town, same family, uh, has cancer, stage four. She's in the hospital. She's going to die. And we, we prayed over it, my wife and I. We prayed over it with the, uh, the lady that lives in the United States, Christina. Um, and we said, okay, we're sending this off. And then she's got stage four. She's on the cusp of dying. She's 22 years old. And so pastor made me laugh so hard. He said, well, you better hurry and FedEx it down there. You, got, you better get that on priority mail. So as we, uh, as we were eating, I got a call from Christina, said, he, she who the doctors gave up all hope for has just walked out of the hospital. I'm talking Jesus. What do you want from God? What do you want from God? What do you want from God? God is, he's live, he's real. The number one thing is if the, the miracle that supersedes all miracle miracles is salvation, salvation of the soul. Perhaps you're like the blind woman, hunched over blind. Perhaps you're here for the first time the miracle that you need is salvation. You need Jesus. 
And then you get the benefit package. You know what the benefit package is? It's part of being in the family. It is healing. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, because we all have sinned, and he heals all your diseases. This is the God that I'm talking about. I can't pave a parking lot, but I can pray for folks. Come on. I don't care what it is. If you need a miracle today, please come forward. If you need salvation, please come forward. Please, Jesus knows your heart. He wants to heal you. He wants to heal you. And the number one healing is your soul. I want you to go to heaven and be my brother and sister. Don't not come down here. Don't be shy. If you want something from God, just say so. God will do it. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. He's not slow. He's not slow. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. I love you, but he loves you so much. He knows your name. He knows what's wrong. He's going to do it. Oh, Jesus, do you love this family, Jesus? Do you love these men and women and children? Do you love them, Lord? Oh, he does love you. Oh, he does love you. He does love you. Okay, right now. Voy a orar en español por un rato. Si me das permiso. Hallelujah. Padre Celestial. Papá. Oh, gloria a tu nombre. Esta tristeza. Esta tristeza. No más. No más. Alegría. Solo alegría. Pure joy. He's going to replace it. He's going to replace it. All of your tears, you've seen every single one of them. He's going to replace it. He's going to replace it with joy. Because that's the kind of God that we serve. The God of love. The God of love. Replace this sadness and this sad heart. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. And I will repay. Hallelujah. But from here on out, it will be joy, 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 joy. Every time the sadness tries to jump on your shoulders, lift your hands up to God and say, yes and amen. Yes and amen. Yes and amen. Yes and amen. You don't have to be sad. Gloria, gloria, gloria su nombre. Hallelujah. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Okay, come on, God. There's nothing too hard for you, Jesus. Nothing too hard for you. Nothing too hard for you. Precious sister. Jesus, 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 you can do it. You can do it, God. You can do it anything. You can do anything. That's a great God. 
Anything, Jesus, right now, right now.
do it. Let's do it right now. Hallelujah. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah.
As a head of your house, you lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Every one of you. But there are some people called to healing. If you would uh, come forward at this time or raise your hand if you're already in line. feel that calling on your life we want to activate a gift in the house today we want to activate that so that here come on up here come on up here yeah come on come on up here this is good because i want to transfer the anointing this is a good thing i want to transfer that anointing i want that anointing to go from god through me to you so that you will see hands on will be recovering like crazy come on come on bless God got a whole team here okay walk with me we're gonna go left to right we're just gonna pray for people right now and we're gonna believe God if you believe God we're gonna believe God and you're gonna see miracles you're gonna see miracles you're gonna lay hands on sick people and all of a sudden they're gonna get better they're gonna get better how does that even happen well it's not you it's not me it's Jesus Christ of Nazareth there's nobody like him there's nobody like him in the heavens and the earth so as we lay hands on you you receive it we're both gonna lay hands at the same time would start left to right in the name of Jesus you are going to lay hands on sick people you're an elder of the church you will anoint people with oil you'll lay hands on people and they will recover and this is this is Jesus this is to give honor to Jesus he's a glorious wonderful awesome amazing God amen right now in Jesus' name, y'all receive from Jesus. Receive, 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 receive the anointing so that you go out and you lay hands on the sick and watch them recover. It's part of your benefits package. It really is. Yes, Lord. Yeah, 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 yes. You're going to be laying hands on sick people, and they will recover. Yes. flows through us and onto you. So, Father, we surrender this to you. Come on, Father God, let the anointing flow. Yes, the anointing flow. Okay, grab a hand. Come on, grab her hand. Okay, powerful, 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 powerful. This is what I see in the Spirit, that you are powerful. You're powerful in Jesus. You lay hands on people and, whoa! How about raising the dead? How about it? Why not? Let's do this. Let's do this for Jesus. Hallelujah. Activated. Activated. Uh, 
Yes. Yes. You've got a heart. You've got a heart for sick people. The sickness draws people's attention to the Holy Spirit, to Jesus. That's the only reason we do healing is because it draws people's attention to Jesus. And what did Jesus do? And then Jesus swoops in and loves on that person and saves them. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. This is it. This is it. Come on. All you have to do is lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Hallelujah. I'm so excited to be here and be a part of y'all. It's in the humility of your spirit that God will work. He, he can't work through pride, you know, but you're already a humble man of God and continue to lay hands on the sick, your family, your friends, watch God work, strangers, don't be afraid of the gospel, for it's the power of God. It's the power of God for salvation for anybody that believes. Hallelujah. Yes. Right here, right here. Yes. Receive. Draw on the anointing right now. Draw on the anointing. Therefore, you heal others. Chuck, let God guide you. Let God guide you. The will of the Lord is to heal. Otherwise, he wouldn't have gone around healing everybody oppressed of the devil. Look at Acts 10.38 if you don't believe me. As a matter of fact, you should look at Acts 10.38. Jesus of Nazareth went around healing all doing good and healing all those oppressed of the devil you need to do that you need to do that hallelujah all right all right these hands are anointed anointed to heal precious sister precious sister you are anointed to heal people yeah yeah activate it activate it yeah yeah, yeah, that's it. Wow. You are precious. You are precious to Jesus. You are precious to the Father. I'm so glad I'm your brother. I'm so glad. I don't even know you. I don't know your name, nothing. But I can tell you right now, I'm so glad to be your brother in Christ. You hear me, sis? I'm so glad. 
I'm so glad. I'm so glad. You're going to go around healing all those oppressed of the devil. Casting out demons is like easy because they have to bow to the name of Jesus. They have no place. Now, you've got to realize that lack of forgiveness will block your prayers. It will block everything that God wants to do. You got to release it. You got to release it. You cannot hold other people's sins against them or your own sins against you. Just flow in forgiveness. Please, people, flow in forgiveness with each other. There's nobody perfect here. We're all sinners, but we have to flow in it now. Now, you're going to be an agent of forgiveness. <laughs> Come on, Jesus. Whatever you want to do or say, just do and say. Yes. 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 Activate this gift, anoint her right now in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. You're an agent of forgiveness. Come on. Come on. Secret agent, come on. Let's not be so secret anymore. Let's let's let us out of the shell. Come on. Okay. Holy, 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 holy. Yes, here's a woman that touches your heart, Lord. Holy, 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 holy. Yes, what you have cried out in your closet, you're gonna see happen. Okay, Miss Amber, I pray that God touches you in a powerful way. Look at where you've come from and look at where you're at. That's Jesus. Jesus is giving you a life healing in order for you to counsel and to love and to heal people. Watch it. Watch it if it doesn't happen, says the Lord. Come on. Come on. Yes, yes, let it flow, Jesus. You want to heal people? Yeah, let's do it. Brendan, you want to heal people too? Get over here, brother. All right, y'all. All right. There's no reason that you can't heal people. It's in the name of Jesus. It's not the power of, of you doing it, but it's Jesus. Yeah. Let's just do it right now. Just a big healing ministry for this couple. Yeah. Yeah. What a good example of Jesus. Yeah. You're a man of God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me just get over here. Hallelujah. You want to heal people? Do you want to heal people? Yeah. All right. Let's trust Jesus for that gift. All right. All right. 
Yeah. 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 Just go ahead. Go ahead. Release it, Lord. Release it. Flow. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. 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 There's no reason why not. Just lay hands on sick people all over the place. Hospital clearing power. Hospital clearing power. Hospital clearing power. Why not? Let's believe it. What do we need? What do we need? What do you what do you want from God? What do you want from God? Yeah. You want a lot. Well, do you know when I was a young man? I knew I was supposed to heal people, but God didn't trust me with it because it's such a powerful gift. It can blow people up. And I had to put my nose in the Bible and I had to get my face off of myself and put my eyes on Jesus. I was young and now I'm old, but I believe that God has got a gift and there's not enough time for you to get old. Jesus is coming back soon and he needs an army of people healing. God needs an army of people preaching the good news, clearing hospitals, preaching the good news, believing. Elders, anointing the sick people believing God that's you brother that's you you're this is your ministry you're called to do that according to the scripture so watch it watch it come to pass get the oil is any sick among you one of the ways to get healing going if you're sick is go ask for the elders of the church to come and lay hands on the sick and anoint them with oil. And God, and, and if they've committed any sins, once again, God will forgive them and raise them up. Powerful, powerful, powerful man of God. Powerful man of God. Because he's a believer. Hallelujah. Yeah. What else? Do you understand what we're doing here, guys? Look, we are activating something that's going to change the world. We can speak it, we can pray it, but you got to believe it. You have got to believe it. The faith inside of you. You have got to believe that you can do this. Thank you, Jesus. Like we don't need to sit around any longer. Yes. We don't need to look at people yes. sick and hurting any longer. We yes. don't need to do that any longer. We need to walk in and be faithful and just pray for them and expect healing. Yes. Come in with an expectation that he wants to move through you. Yes. Come on, we... Let's not be bashful about this anymore. Yeah. Let's let's do what he asked us to do. Let's be who he's called us to be as sons and daughters. Let's walk in the authority and the gifts he's given us. Man, we gotta get this. You gotta get this today. 
come back. Kevin, come on. come on back up here. Crystal, come back up here, please. Is she's, huh? Was I calling you? Yeah. Is your name still Kevin? Yeah. Come on up here. <laughs> I could have been wrong. No. I bet, I've been wrong so many times. Is your wife's name still Crystal? Yeah. Okay. Of course you are. Hallelujah. Yeah, there's going to be nothing but joy there. Okay. Okay. So the Lord showed me um, earlier this morning that he was going to heal you both of emotions and deep emotions. But he's going to heal you supernaturally, instantaneously, and you're going to be like, hey, where was the, all those feelings of depression or feelings of sorrow? Where, 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 where did those go? As you have received, so Father expects you to freely give. And he's, he doesn't put any onerous expectations on us. He just loves us. And so what I want you to do is I'm going to be counting on y'all as a couple to be laying hands on people that are emotionally broken and you're going to miraculously see them healed you're going to see them you're like how did that happen Didn't, doesn't it take like 10 years of counseling to get somebody free <laughs> not when God's on the scene it happened to me God set me emotionally free in an instant and I was bound up my whole life and God set me free. I was in college and God set me free. He set me free in one second, one word, one prayer. Boom! That's the kind of God that we serve. The one second. It doesn't take a lifetime to get healed. It takes a one second prayer. Come on, y'all. This is, this is major stuff. I'm looking forward to hearing your testimony. I am. You will see. When I'm sure of something then God told me. And I don't say that lightly, but you're going to be, you are the healed of the Lord. You're not going to be. You are the healed of the Lord. Pastor DJ, thank you. Thank you. What an amazing family. Come on, brother. Come on. Come on. Isn't God good? Isn't God good? Look, if you've ever denied why you're supposed to show up somewhere at the time when you're supposed to be there, for moments like this and everybody was supposed to be here today you were called here today this was already predetermined a long time ago you just had to walk in the obedience you just had to say yes and show up man come on God is good I couldn't teach that it's, it, it's funny how he works, brother. And our, all our conversations last night, we said, well, let's see what the Lord wants to do. And then I realized what we were having in the house. And he's been here before, and that's never been something that we've ever tried to move in because it wasn't timing. It wasn't right. Uh, but God's timing is our timing, and it is right. So... 
he's going to be up here. So if you have questions for him and you want to come talk to him, um, you, you feel free. Um, just don't take this lightly. God has big plans for us. He has big plans for you. And we just got to have faith enough to walk this thing out. But I'm telling you, we're changing the world. We're doing it. We're going to do it. It's going to happen. And he's called us to be the forefront of that. He's called us to, to step out in faith. And it starts with a city. It starts with, you know, a town, a city, a state, a nation. Come on. He's just looking for people to say yes. That's all he wants. Starts inside. And then watch what happens when you just go, yes, I'm in. Use me, Lord. You see miracles. You see things that happen. You just see things and, and to be part of things. And, you know, that's all testimony. That, that's supposed to lead people to salvation. You understand that? It's what miracles do and healings do. People go, oh, my gosh. It's only God. Yeah. And you need to know him. That's what it's for. So, Father, right now, we just release that over this house, Lord. Father, I just ask you to touch every heart in here. If there is somebody in here that didn't get prayer, Father, we, we know that you know <laughs> what they need. And, Father, right now, we release that on them. Lord, we just surrender that to them, to you, Father. We just ask you to touch them, bless them right now, Father. Hmm. Father, we thank you that we get to do this. We thank you that, that, that you've called us to do this. We thank you for this. We thank you for the doors you're going to open. Father, we just ask you to continue to move in this place. Go ahead, brother. And the Lord would say that this place is going to be a center of revival. Mm. The gathering place be prepared for my presence like this morning in the worship and in the preaching and in the praying it's going to increase it's not going to be weird it's going to be great and you're going to see my presence fall down and people flocking in yeah 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 yeah, yeah. come on yes 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 lord yes lord hmm Man, come on, Father. I don't know about y'all, but I'm just ready. I'm tired of walking around places and, and, and just not feeling like we're making a difference. It's time to change the way we think. It's time to operate in the gifts he's asked us to operate in. It's time to walk in obedience. It's time to make a difference. The time's now. We can't take it. Look, don't take this lightly. This is powerful stuff. And I'm so excited to see what God wants to do. Like I said, it's just not this family. He's using us to change a region. I'm telling you, he's changed. we're going to change some things. But we got to walk it out in faith. And we got to believe. So, Father, right now, we just ask you to, once again, touch this place. Open doors that only you can open and close those that need to be closed. Father, we ask for divine appointments right now. We ask for sick people, Father. We ask for people that are emotionally sick, spiritually sick. Father, we pray for those that, that are physically sick right now, Lord, that you'll bring them into our presence, that you'll open a way, you'll, you'll, you'll figure out a way for us to be in contact with them, Lord. 
Father, those that have been in need for that, Father, we are, we want to be the solution. We want you to guide us to that right now. So this upcoming week, Father, we, we, we declare healings in this place, healings in this land, healing in our work, in our schools, Father God, in grocery stores, whatever it be, Father, we ask that you bring those people into our presence, Father, so we can just let you use us in a mighty way. So Father, we surrender that to you. We ask you to have your way. Have your way in everything we do. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. I got, come on, he's good. This is an awkward question, and you don't have to come right up, or, but <laughs> what you asked me last night, we talked about this, and you said you saw a prosthetic. And I said, I don't know if there's anybody in here with a prosthetic, but, but if, there, if there's anybody in here, he saw a vision about a prosthetic, and if that's something, if I don't know if that's anybody in this house, but um, you can come speak to us afterwards and let us know what's going on. Um, we saw that. He saw that last night. So you share a little more than that if you come want. Come on up right now. Yeah. Anybody got a missing a leg, missing an arm? God wants to do a miracle. Come on. Come on. I don't All know. Right. All right. Maybe you're watching online. If you're watching online, then come on. All you have to do is believe. Come on. That's right. Come on. Come on. (laughs) Let Jesus touch them right now, Jesus. If they're watching online right now, touch them right now, Jesus. Come on. Yeah. I speak to your leg. I say it grows out right now. Your leg grows out. If you're watching online and this is you, expect a miracle. Buy your other shoe. Hallelujah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Whew, I'm telling you, it's been, some, it's been a good night. Like, this is us sitting in our back room just worshiping and praying. It's good stuff, y'all. Look, this is real. It's good. But, man, it'll go as far as you're willing to go. He'll go with you. He's standing there. He's just been waiting. All creation. All creation's crying out, waiting on sons and daughters. Come on, if we could just realize who we are and the authority we have to walk in and actually walk that out. Come on. That's what creation's waiting on. So I bless y'all. I love y'all. If you do need prayer beyond what we've already prayed for, we'll be up here. We'll have prayer partners if you need prayer at the crosses. If there's anybody left. (laughs) If we didn't pray for you, then we want to pray for you. So um, don't leave without prayer. Um, Trust me, when God's moving like this, you've got to let him do what he wants to do. Don't let pride get in the way. Just come and get prayer. So, Father, bless them. Father, just be with everybody this week, Lord. We love you. We thank you. Oh, if you want to give, <laughs> there, you can give still online. Um, you can give at the door. Father, we ask you to bless the offering. Bless that this morning. Bless those that give, Father. We thank you for that. We thank you that we have a faithful family that gives, Lord. We thank you that, that we get to do this. And, and Father, we thank you for what you want to do in this house. So I thank you for the families here. We thank you for this, this, this family, Lord. We just, man, I'm so thankful that we have a group of people that, that believe in what you want to do and they want to be part of that, Lord. So, so Father, we ask you to bless those. Uh, Father, we just surrender to you. Have your way in Jesus' name. Amen. I love y'all. We look forward to seeing you next week.
said it. Yeah. An ambassador yeah. of his love. Everywhere you go, into yeah, the coffee yeah. shop. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. There's Cassandra. Hello, Hello Cassandra. Hello, you. Hallelujah. Whatever your name is. Hello, you. Yeah, I see it. Hello. Yeah. 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 Come on. We removed that. Yeah. We removed that. he couldn't get in and he yeah. couldn't see Jesus because of the crowds but the friends lowered him down and guess what he's walked yeah. out because of Jesus Cassandra you're walking out of here and you no longer have to have those feelings yes you no longer have to have those feelings of inferiority or whatever it is that's causing you to hold back because of your beautiful friends that Lord you brought you here.
You got faith? Go get it. Go get it. Lift this thing up. This devil has no chance. This is a demon trying to kill this Yeah. 